0: Merry, Merry Christmas. I <laughs> <laughs> nice nice see you
1: in the house of the Lord today. If you're able to, I invite you to stand as we worship the Lord.
0: I'm not time. Cloud contains Hi. manners from heaven. Hello. No. You'll find your fortune falling <laughs> all over town. Be your is up, 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 up upside down and for a package of sunshine and ravioli macaroni. If you want the thing you love, you did it. Congratulations! World's best cup of coffee. Great job, everybody. It's great to meet you. Hi. Now come over here, boy. Sam, and every time it rains, it rains. And don't you know it's croppeting? Every time it rains, it rains. Don't you know it's croppeting? Sit. Sit. All of a time, all of a time, all of a Thank you. It's what I do, brother. Thank you. It's upside down. We live up. Oh bit of a us go. boy. Let's go. a let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All over town and yeah, pantas from heaven pantas from heaven pantas from heaven for you and me
1: Alright. How many guys like that movie? Right, just I, we got nonverbal people today. Right, you guys just sign at me. All right, just sign. That's one of my favorite movies. Uh, in fact, that entire sequence that we just uh watched was not scripted. Um, I was watching a little thing, uh, uh I don't know, documentary on that about how they wanted to recreate New York with actual live people. So, they're like, how do we close the set? You know, and they're like, well, the best way to do it is just to go out and and shoot live people and real people. And so all of that was just done on the fly there. Um, in fact, the guy that was, uh, I guess, dressed like Santa, you know, it's like right on it says, like, you know, not an actor. And then you look at him, he's kind of upset about that, I guess. I didn't know if he, uh, I, I figured maybe a royalty check, though, will, will help ease his pain, I'm sure. But uh, we're ending our, our series today today. Um, you know, Christmas at the movies, and I wanted to end with Elf, kind of, because Elf is one of those characters where uh, Will Ferrell plays a boy who climbs into Santa's, you know, uh, bag, and he ends up at the North Pole where he's adopted as by the head elf, and so he grows up living his life as an elf, only to discover, you know, later in life that he's not an elf, and so he goes to New York to try to find his real dad you guys probably know the the story there but uh but he grows up in the north pole where every day is like christmas and he's filled with joy and he's filled with happiness and uh and he's innocent and he has kind of like this real genuine outlook on life all the time and as i was thinking of that i was thinking you know that's kind of like what it is to be a christian you know because if you're a christian and god has come into your life then Christmas is not a one-day thing. Christmas is every day. Every day we get to have Christmas. And so I kind of want to just wrap this up. Last night we talked about this, the incarnation and the miracle that that uh, divinity put on humanity and that God in all of his supernatural uh, form was just like now in human form. And and we now have God as a person. And and we celebrated Emmanuel, that God is with us. And, and one of our points last night was that God was with us literally. But we understand that he is not with us literally anymore. Because there was an expiration date there. See, Jesus came with purpose. And we know that he grew and he died on a cross for our sins. We know that he was buried. And we know that he rose again But then in Acts 1.8, we see Jesus leaving us, and he ascends into heavens. In fact, Acts 1.8 says, uh, he was taken up before their very eyes, and a cloud hid him from their sight. And so we see Jesus leaving us. But uh, I guess today I want to look at the the flip side of that coin. Because we understand that God came and God's with us. But he left us. Uh, but he left us for purpose. He left us so that he could send us the third person of the triune God, and that is the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit never leaves us. The Holy Spirit is with us forevermore. And so today, I want to talk to you just real briefly. Um, I have a short ten points today on Christmas. Short ten points. Uh, now, now we're getting vocal, right? Now I hear groans and stuff, right? But I want to, I want to talk about ten gifts that you and I have through the Holy Spirit that we, we experience every single day. Ten gifts we experience every single day, because with a Christian, every day is Christmas. And so I'm going to move just real quick through these. I know we have uh, lunches and family things to get to, but I want to know that the Holy. I want you to know that the Holy Spirit. Um, the first gift that we have is he is a helper who teaches and reminds us. We have a helper through life. We don't have to do life on our own. That Jesus sent us the Holy Spirit so that you and I will have his presence with us wherever we go. In fact, John 14 26 says this: the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance the things that I've said to you. And so if you're ever going through life and you feel like you need a little help, that's what the Holy Spirit is. In fact, the terminology here in this verse, um, the Greek word is parakletos, which has a, a legal precedence to it. It's a legal term. And it kind of means advocate, like you have a lawyer, you have someone that advises you, someone that fights for you on their side. And so the very first gift that you and I have every single day, of our for, from the time we, we ask God into our lives and we receive the Holy Spirit, you and I have a helper. Not only that, the second gift that we have every day is we have a convictor. A convictor. Now that doesn't sound like a great gift. But notice I didn't say accuser, right? Because we know that Satan is an accuser. He's an accuser of the brethren. But we have something better than that. See, an accuser comes in. An accuser will make statements that brings guilt and brings condemnation and that makes you feel the full weight of the sin that you've incurred. But a convictor is something different. The Holy Spirit comes into our lives and he, ju- he gently reminds us and convicts us of our sin with the purpose of of, uh, pointing us to Jesus and pointing us to God. And so we have a reminder uh, of a path that we need to go in in life, and the Holy Spirit reveals that to us. Not in a condemnation type of way, not where we feel the full weight of it, but in a gentle, reassuring way that says, hey, this is the right way, this is the way you should go. Um, Jesus said this in John 16. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is to your advantage. So Jesus left us because it's to our advantage. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come, but if I go, I will send him to you, and when he comes, he will convict the world concerning sin, uh, but just not sin, and righteousness and judgment. And so the, the Holy Spirit convicts us and draws us into truth. The third gift is reassurance. How many of you guys would like to be reassured that, that you're going to heaven? I would like to know that for sure. If you don't know that, you can know that for sure. See, the Holy Spirit's presence in our lives is reassurance to us that, hey, hey God's favor rests on us. That, that, that this prayer of salvation, it does work that God coming into my life does work. And, um, and uh, Paul writes in 1 Corinthians 3.16, the Holy Spirit, I'm sorry, do you not know that you are God's temple and that God's Spirit dwells in you? And so when we have God's Spirit dwelling in us, that's reassuring to me that I'm on the right track, that I'm right where I need to be with God. The fourth gift that you and I have every day is we have a source of revelation, a source of wisdom, and a source of power. How many of you guys know that it'd be nice to have a little bit of uh, insider information every now and then? Right? It'd be nice to be on the in track. It'd be like nice to know uh, to be in the know. And we live in a world of misinformation where it's hard to discern truth. You know, And you have this person sharing this perspective and this perspective. And they're basing it on half-truths and half-lies. And sometimes in our crowded world, it's hard to know what to believe. Well, that's what the Holy Spirit's role is in our lives. The Holy Spirit helps us. Um, 1 Corinthians 2.10. Paul's writing, he says, "These These are the things God has revealed to us by His Spirit. The Spirit searches all things... Even the deep things of God, for who knows a person's thoughts except for their own spirit within them? In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except for the spirit of God. And so the spirit knows God and the spirit knows the things of God and the spirit reveals them to us. And so not only do we have like these gifts of revelation where where God speaks to us through his spirit, but also we have power. Do you ever feel nervous about sharing your faith? Do you ever feel like just downright scared sometimes? Well, the Holy Spirit empowers us to do things that maybe we wouldn't normally do. Acts 1.8 tells us you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses, right? So the Holy Spirit gives us power to do those things that we never thought we could do, maybe Maybe those things that um, we, we, uh, we just don't ever see ourselves doing or uh, sharing the gospel or giving out. The Holy Spirit was given so that you and I could have power to be witnesses. The fifth truth that, uh, I guess the fifth gift that we have that we could unwrap every single day is guidance. John 16, 13 through 15. But when the spirit of truth comes... He will guide you into all truth. Um, This is important because sometimes we just don't know what truth is. And we need a helper. We need someone to guide us in all truth. I think the Holy Spirit works a little bit like a GPS system. You know, now, we use GPS for geographical, like we're trying to get from point A to point B. I'm trying to get from my house to Pittsburgh or vice versa or wherever. The Holy Spirit works like that. God, I'm trying to accomplish your will. What is your will? How can I do what pleases you? Where can I be at the center of that? And sometimes in the life's processes, you and I get lost. But you know what? The Holy Spirit acts like a navigation system and leads us into God's truth. He leads us into righteousness. And so when we follow the Holy Spirit, right, we have a spiritual navigation system. If you guys, if you guys want to be your all for God, you want to give God everything you have, listen to the Spirit and the Spirit's voice in your life and obey what the Spirit has for you. The sixth gift that we have is the blessing of encouraging others. Right? Now that doesn't sound like a gift. That sounds like I'm giving a gift, right? It sounds like I'm encouraging other people. Do you know that one of the greatest things that we can do uh, as humans is help other people? You know, in fact, Jesus said, uh, hey, the whole Bible, all of the law, all of the prophets can be summed down in two things. Love the Lord your God. And love other people. And I don't think we're ever more like God than when we're loving other people. And when we love other people, it is such an encouragement to them. Um, But it's also more an encouragement to us. How many of you guys feel blessed when you do something nice for somebody? Right? Do you feel blessed when you give somebody money that's in need? Or you help them out? Or you spend time with them when they're in need? I do. I feel blessed because I'm encouraging other people. And that's one of the Spirit's roles in our lives. The Spirit helps us encourage other people. You might ask me how the Spirit does that. Well, Paul outlines in 1 Corinthians 12, uh, verses 7 through 11, he gives us an entire chapter almost about the Spirit working in the church. And I'm not going to read it all. You guys can go back and study that. But... But verse 7 says this, Now to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. And he says to one, there's like a message of wisdom. To one, there's a message of um, faith. To another, there's a message of healing and miraculous powers. And the Spirit gives each of us different gifts. Well, why does the Spirit give us different gifts? Verse 7, it's given for the common good. Which means we are to use our gifts to help other people and the spirit is the one that enables that so the spirit helps us give gifts to other people for common good the seventh way or the seventh gift i, I guess that we have every day through the holy spirit and this is the one that i probably need maybe the most a constant prayer warrior how many of you guys need some prayer i need prayer every day you can always pray for your pastor um Always pray for this church. It, the needs never end. It's always going. And I think it's the same with you guys. It's great when people pray for you. I'm encouraged when I hear someone say, hey, I've been praying for you. That encourages me. Well, how many of you guys would like to have someone that's praying for you 24-7? Right? That'd be awesome if someone that was their job. Well, that is one of the jobs of the Holy Spirit. When we go through life struggles... Um, we know that the Holy Spirit is praying for us. Paul would write this to the church in Romans, chapter 8, verse 26. He says, in the same way the Spirit helps us in our weaknesses, sometimes we do not know what we ought to pray for. So that means sometimes we're lost, sometimes we're confused, sometimes we don't even know what we need to pray for. But the Spirit Himself intercedes for us. The Spirit's praying for us. And the Spirit knows exactly what we need. And so so the Holy Spirit works like a, a, a supernatural prayer warrior interceding for us. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit because the Spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God. And so the Holy Spirit is working on our behalf and he's praying for us. The eighth gift that you and I receive is the gift of good fruit. Good fruit. How many of you guys like having good things in your life? I do. Um, In fact, that's half of Christmas. I mean, we give, and that's the blessing, but some of us, we like to get too. Well, the best things in life, and you guys will probably attest to this, the best things in life uh, don't have a dollar value, they're priceless. You cannot purchase them in a store. In fact, rich people all over the face of the planet try to achieve these things. You know, Galatians 5 lists these things. The things that money cannot buy. The things that are of most priceless worth. Such as love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. These, my friends, are some of the very best things in life. And you know who gives them to us? The Spirit. They are a byproduct of the Spirit working in our life. The Spirit gives us the things that money cannot buy. The most precious things. The ninth gift that the Spirit gives to us each and every single day is eternal life. See, now, I know Jesus died on the cross for our sins, and uh, he covers all of that, and he washes us white as snow. But it's the act of the Holy Spirit that draws us unto God and renews us and regenerates us. Paul writes this in Romans 8, uh, verse 10. And if the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies, because of the Spirit who lives in you. How many of you guys know that, that you and I, when our, our bodies pass away, our Spirit goes on? We will have eternal life. And, and, uh, and when we're in Christ, the Spirit gives us um, life with Him for eternity. Um, and here's the, here's the icing on the cake, and this gets even better than eternal life. Uh, and the 10th gift that the Holy Spirit gives us every single day is a seal in the life of believers, in a seal. Now, in ancient times, and you probably saw this in movies, uh, when a king or somebody, when they would pass along an important document on a scroll, they would roll that scroll up, and then they would take a candle, um, and they would kind of take that candle, and they'd take that hot wax, and they put that hot hot wax on it and play with it, just like we did last night, right? We'd play with the wax a little bit, and, um, and they put that wax right on there. And then they would take a stamp, and they would stamp their seal into it. And that seal was an act of, um, of ownership, but also saying it's official. It's done. What is written in here cannot be unsealed, and it bears my mark. Well, that's what the Holy Spirit's presence in our lives does. It's a seal that God has placed upon our lives. It's his mark to say that we belong to God. And he sealed us in. Um, Ephesians 1.13, Paul writes this. And you also were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth. The gospel of your salvation when you believed. You were marked in him with a seal The promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession to the praise of his glory. Amen? Amen. Hey, I'm going to ask our worship team to come back and we're going to sing one last song. But as we wrap this up, church, uh, you know what? Christmas brings out the best in people. You know, Christmas is a time where hope and humanity is restored. Christmas is a time for peace, it's a time for joy, it's a time for love. In fact, most of us are going to go home, and we're going to have, be around family, are going to be around the loved ones, and we're going to feel all of that joy, all of that happiness, we're going to eat some food, uh, then we're going to probably watch some football, and we're just going to have an awesome day. But that feeling, for those of us who know Christ, is not a one-time-a-year deal. It's an everyday deal. When you know Jesus, the love and joy and peace and hope that Christmas brings is not one day a year. It's every day a year. And you can know that um, in your relationship with God. You can have that. Would you guys stand with us? Um, Last night, you know what, we ended service with a special medley today. And, uh, and I figured, you know, let's be festive today as we go out from this place. And um, we don't have the, the gifts that we ordered, but we do have a gift for you guys. And so I'm just going to ask these guys to sing. And uh, I'm going to ask you guys to, to put on your best Hawaiian lays And we're going to... This is how you do it, folks. Right?
0: Lucky lucky maka is the thing to say on a bright and white Christmas day that's the al
1: are dismissed. God bless you guys.